What's up, everybody? Today's podcast is brought to you by Atomic Training and Performance. For all your obstacle training and strength and conditioning needs, located in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Today, we have a native Floridian musician and songwriter. He works as a professional freelance drummer and session, session musician throughout Palm Beach, Broward, and Dade counties. His debut recording as a leader, Something About a White Girl, Something About White Girl, displays him stepping up as a songwriter, lyricist, guitarist, and producer. For category's sake, the five-song EP is best described as an assortment of ballad tempo indie pop. Calling on many of his friends, different ensembles are used to capture the different atmospheres of each track. Musicians include Kevin Mo- Help me out, Shay. Kevin Muncy. Kevin Muncy. Vaughn <laughs> Vaughn Henry. Vaughn V. Keys Henry. Shira Abergill. Shira Abergill. Aaron Lebos. Aaron Lebos. Seth Merlin. Seth Merlin. Bob Taylor. Bob Taylor. Jeff Renza. Jeff Renza. Chris Pastis. Chris Patsis. That's like a 70. You got like a 70. (laughs) (laughs) Several in-studio performance videos of his own instrumental compositions can be seen and heard on his YouTube page, as well as a series of music videos he's produced for something about white girl I got kicked off of Tinder. Go to the YouTube page. Shay's on, he's on, uh, on YouTube, Facebook, <laughs> CD Baby, and Spotify. My guest today is Shay Aishin. Dude, thank you for sending me that. Yeah. That's the first real bio I ever got to, really? to, 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 to like recite. You had like a psychologist too, right? Yeah, that I need bad. a psychologist. You actually said incessant. Which could mean <laughs> incest. We could just stop it. Incest, like it's that people are gonna think I'm in, like I'm in that incest thought I, or something. I um, thought I corrected it. Oh no, you did correct it. <laughs> kind of. I gotta call it out. I gotta call it out. <laughs> so look, they told you what we're not allowed to talk about, right? Yeah. You're not allowed to talk. Don't talk about that thing. At uh, don't talk about. Newfound glory. <laughs> don't talk about. <laughs> don't talk about um, that guy that said all those racist remarks and threatened me, and then in real life threatened me. Don't talk about that Halloween incident. They told you all this stuff, right? Yeah, but we're all talking. Right, we're about, gonna start, or we're gonna. I'm start. ready when you are. But I wanted to say one more thing. When I um I recently well last night I watched um your new video. It is fucking awesome. Sorry for the cursing. I know I got to cut it out a little bit. I don't like it because I just don't like the curse. No, I do like the curse. It's for emphasis. I know. You're right. You emphasis. Yeah. But, man, I watched it last night. Both of them. The first one was, uh, don't tell me because I remember the name. Now I'm just drawing a blank. It it's was. the name of the album. The False Sense of Ambition? No. 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 Something about white girl. No, something about white girl. Birthday. Yeah, but I birthday saw birthday song. last night, too. Oh, yeah, I've seen that? No, because okay, cool. I, I forgot it came out, and I watched it. I love it. I Thank love you, it. man. I, I absolutely love it. I'm dead See, serious. See, my dad... Don't talk about my dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, my dad... Uh, he, 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 he supports me as a musician. Nothing. Both my parents. Both very supportive. But my dad wasn't the biggest fan, because mainly I'm a drummer, and I don't play... Like, so this is a new thing, like, uh, writing songs, I've always written songs, but like actually putting it out, aside from being a punk rocker, when it like 20 years ago, and leading a band, and playing guitar and singing, I'm mainly a drummer, and I gave up that other stuff, and then I went through some stuff, and I just wrote a bunch of music, and my dad wasn't the most supportive of it, he was like, Shay, like, when are you gonna do some jazz stuff, like, 
don't sing, this kind of stuff. And it got to the point where I wasn't going to show them anything I was doing. And I put that one out, and I'm very proud of it. It's called Birthday. I love and it. then nobody, you, Casey, my sister, my dad, like nobody said anything. I was like, ah, this is like embarrassing to, to everybody or something. Because it's kind of vulnerable and stuff. But it's just, it's some real shit, man. There's no put-ons. I know I'm not like a singer. I don't consider myself a singer. But I wrote a bunch of music, and I thought about getting somebody to really sing. You know, and everybody convinced me, like, no, there's something I'm glad you did about it. it. There's glad something sincere it. about it. And I was just like, you know, well, that, to me, that's what I like and what I think is, not that I have any, you know, not that I have some uh, modus operandi or some kind of thing that I'm going for, but that's that doesn't exist in a lot of music and culture in general. So I was like, man, let me just do this shit myself because it's honest. I'm not sorry about cursing. <laughs> Shay, but let me tell you, man. I watched... What up to your mom? What up to your dad? What up to my dad, my mom, Casey, Marco, or Lil Ouija? Yeah, right. Tony Soprano. Where is he? He's talking about my son, his nephew. Yeah. Um, he's my brother-in-law. Not That's my, right. not my brother. My brother-in-law might as well be my brother. Mm-hmm. But if you look at us, we don't really look alike. Right. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. We got short hair. Yeah, we got short hair. No, but man, I want to talk about the recent the song you did yesterday, not the one that I watched yesterday, because I remember you released it, and then I forgot, and then I was like, I gotta look this up again, because I'm like, I saw you the other day. We went out to lunch. Didn't we go? Yeah, we yeah. went out to lunch, and for my birthday, for your birthday, yeah. And what was the name of the one you did with with the recent the recent one? The, the recent, recent one, the most recent one is feeling this way. Feeling, and then that's birthday the was the one. With the girl, Whistling yeah. Shira Abergale. That was great. Fantastic singer, crazy singer. It's an interesting story behind that song, if I mean. Like, I wrote Go. that song. That's one of the only songs that just fell out. It just fell out. I was walking home from my friend's house on my birthday two years ago. Wild time flies. And uh, I just had that little pentatonic melody in mind. Uh, na, 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 na. I just like that. It's a. Anyways, a, this I little love the pentatonic lyrics. melody. And then I just kind of feeling bad for myself, which I don't like. But it just, bam, it just, on a five-minute walk home, it was all there. I picked up my guitar. I was pretty, you know, birthday. I was feeling the birthday vibe. I'd been uh, hanging out, you know. And um, the next day I woke up and I still remembered it. And so that song, and then I played it for the girl it was about. And then she got all upset with me and said, like, how do you think I feel? And I was like, oh, shit, like. Let me make that clear. In my mind, it's either it's just me saying it, but it could be either one of us feeling this way. Feeling this way is the new one, but the birthday one, um, yeah, just decide, I was like, let, how do I make it? I'll make that clear. And then I was like, oh, let me get a girl to sing the same thing I sang. Dude. Immediately thought of Shira, who whistles on it too. She's awesome. incredible, great actress. You might see her in, I don't know, if, yeah, you're allowed to say it. She's in like, She's an actress. She's in like some thing by Complex. She's in like a. She's just a great singer and a great and an something, actress. And what was something by Complex? What is that? She's in some Complex, which is like a. They have a web TV show that it's gotcha. like a, okay, an internet know. thing. A Complex News. It's like Vice. Or, I don't even know what I'm saying, but it's like a big internet outlet for all sorts of stuff, internet-wise. Gotcha. Very influential, and she did a thing for them. She's in like Home Depot commercials and probably a bunch of other stuff that I'm forgetting or don't know about. But shout out to Shira. Boom, boom. But Shay, man, 
I, I wish I could remember the words. I can't right now, but I loved it. And I was singing it last it night at good. work. I was on shift last night, and I watched it last night. Mm. I was like, these are awesome. And the, and the recent one you did with the, with the whole acting, with the whole setup murder scene. Oh. Dude. I'm trying Come to. Come on, man. That was awesome. I yeah. loved it. How much, because we talked about it the other day, how much work did you put in to that? Because that's a lot of freaking man, so six minutes of, of film. Yeah. Dude. And it moves quick, right? It makes that six minutes go by. My, like, I watch it, I'm like, wow, that, that is probably one of the longest tunes. The tune isn't even that long. The tune's like four minutes and change, 4.45, but there's some pre-roll and post-roll. That video took a lot, a lot of pre-planning, and we learned a lot. We really shot like a 15-minute short film on accident. We overdid it, and then we had to condense it down to fit the beats not like literally musical beats, but where I wanted certain things to happen. Because the video is like an abstraction of the lyrics. Like, if you watch the video, the video, I wanted people to see the video and think either, and think he wrote the song and made a video to it, or did he have a video and then write music yeah, to the video? Man. Like, I wanted to blow the line, and I didn't want to be in it. I wanted to, like, kind of. I, I never intended on getting into this stuff, but I'm getting really into the video thing, and I've got a lot of ideas that I'm working with. I've worked with some really talented people on the video, and uh, but to start all that, well, Joey Ochoa and Garo Gallo helped me produce it, and then uh, Joe, Joey's just brilliant, man. The guy, we were in bands all together, like, growing up and stuff, and I've, like, I helped him make his own record, which is called, I forget what it's called, but we did it at my mom's house, like, over 10 years ago. Anyways, starting back, I recorded all these songs, and as a testament, actually, to my idea, even though it bums me out, I made the videos because nobody's going to listen to a song. Like, not in the world we live in where everything's in your pocket. Like, you can check your bank, you can watch porn, you can do everything you need to do, talk to somebody in China on video from your pocket. So nobody's really clicking on a SoundCloud link. And the other day, that was proven again to me, and it made me bummed out, but it was like, oh, yeah, that's don't be bummed out. That's why you're making the videos. Mm -hmm. I put the Spotify up, the link for Spotify, which, if you don't know, is a streaming thing where you can listen to music for free, even though I've got it for sale on iTunes. It's just not the climate we live in. Even though it's free on the Spotify link, nobody listened to it. Like, a couple of people clicked the link. Then I put the video out, and it's got, like, 800 views in, like, 10 hours or something, like... You know, so, but going back to that, I started the videos just, I need something for people to look at, because they're not going to click an audio link, but they will click a video link. Didn't put too much work into the first one, sec, which was something about White Girl, the title track. And then the second one, we upped our game, we got like a, some equipment and stuff, and we got a couple locations. We filmed in a diner, and we filmed at Thaddeus Incoate, I'm saying it wrong, but Incoate Art Gallery, which I was just at when yeah. you called me. Gotcha. They throw a lot of great stuff, and they're in the Oakland Park. And anyways, um, so I paid a little bit of money for that. I paid a little, I put a little bit of money in that. And then this one, it was like, man, shit, like, let's just do, go as crazy as we can. Let's put our best foot forward. So, yeah, for anybody who's listening, like, go to the YouTube and check out the videos before you decide I'm a total idiot. Anyways, Dude, sorry. I no. hope that end. That was a roundabout. Way that was of awesome. Right. Like, come on, man. I'm awesome. Not, I love it. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. What does podcast mean? Podcast. To me, <laughs> podcast means I have no idea what the real definition is. Why is it a like pod? like like the technical definition? 
but I look at it as just like freedom of speech on another level. You know, it's getting out information to the masses, like raw and uncut. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. And that's why like I, I got into it. And I explained it on my last podcast, well, that I did before this one, why I got into it and why I did it. Um, I love it. I love that so you're doing it. It's you know? just, it's, I enjoy it. I love it. anybody who's doing anything, but you're my bro, and it's like, I really want to see you keep doing this. Like, Thank you. Shit ain't easy. I know it's a lot of work. You well, know? the thing is, it's not. It's not easy, but dude, you've been doing, how long have you been a musician for? Like, my whole life, yeah. Since, like, you I got, mean, playing I, out professionally since I was like 13 or 14, you know? And, and now I'm you're 38. 38? God damn. And you... Your dad got you a guitar. Well, 38 guitar special. Or, or drums. 38 special, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. What's that song? I'm going to say 38 forever. So caught up in you, little girl, right? 38 uh, special. I think of, so they, caught up in you, Ooh, yeah. little girl. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of the other one, too. Like, maybe I'm totally wrong, but like, turn out the da 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 Turn out the lights. Oh, that's right. I can't see no reason to put, put up a fight. fight. Something about giving is, the is devil that, his due. I'm burning, I'm burning, is that, I'm burning. Is that thir- that's 38 special or is that I don't know. Blue Oyster Cult? Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm also in the Blue Oyster Cult. I'm in that. That's, yeah, I'm I met, that. I met uh, the guy who produced for Blue Oyster Cult. I wow. used to work in a, as a jeweler. Isn't that the guy that Christopher Walken did in the, with the more cowbell thing? David Lucas, that was his name was David Lucas, I believe. He helped produce the album. He's the more cowbell guy. And his name, and he used to come to the jewelry store. This guy was like eighty years old. This guy acted like he was forty. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I haven't seen Adderall him in probably fifteen years. <laughs> I don't know. That guy was awesome. David Lucas, yeah, he told me, yeah, I produced the Blue Oyster Cult. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like, you did? And he's like, yeah, man. And he's like, you know the cowbell? And I was like, yeah. And I, I think he mentioned like that was he's like He's the him. guy. That's I Christopher Walken that's kind him. of immortalized with the like, I got a disease, I need more cowbell. <laughs> that's the guy. Yeah. I think that's or is him. that, it, I could be wrong. His dad, last name was Lucas. Like, yeah, I, got, I, I don't want to look it up because then I, I can't do two things at once. Maybe I could eat What does drink. podcast mean? I said it. What is, I don't know the technical. Oh, what it means to you. What you it said, means to okay. me. Yeah, I said what it means to me. But like, like a podcast. I don't know. You. you it's a fun word. Like. I mean, I could look it up, but then we're going to have to pause. Not pause, but whatever. It's gonna I be- don't even know my nephew's name, your kid's name. I call him podcast. <laughs> <You don't> buy- <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what a podcast is. It's like a cast of your pod. You know, because like, it's like a pea in a pod. Like, like, you guys got your little family, and you're like a whatever that is with the peas in it, a pod. And you created another pea in the pod. Wow. Anyways, it's an interesting word because if you start saying it, I was thinking about this on the way over. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? What is a podcast? And then I started like, am I, I just start flipping things around. And I'm like, podcast. What is podcast backwards? If, in a way, phonetically, it would say dope sack, kind of, <laughs> D-O-P, pod backwards. <laughs> and then in like Russian almost, T. S A C K sack if the T was silent, and then also you could flip that around and say uh, cod past like Cape Cod or a codfish or a loincloth. How does a you're loin going cloth? deep on me? I'm man. going deep, man. Yeah, I'm just trying to. Deep. I like semantics, baby. <laughs> I like semantics. What does semantics mean? 
Because yeah, I mean, so I don't think it means that. I think I, you totally misused that. But man, I I got to. I don't even know. Most millennials, which I'm on the, I'm not even a millennial. I'm like just a little above that. Yeah, you're. Man, like, they grew up in uh, this whole, uh, you know, no child left behind, and they all got left behind. And at least, you know, I feel kind of lucky, at least in those regards. That's the thing. That I think it's a parental like, thing. I think the, you, know, you mentioned the millennial thing, and we're gonna go back to your your music history too. I want to get back into that. No, 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 no. That's where we're going. They told you not to talk about music with me, right? Listen. I told her to tell you that. She's no, fired. no. That's it. Listen, we're the... I love that you say her. Like, there's a her. <laughs> there is. <laughs> but, no, I, you know, the thing with the millennial thing, I don't think it's, I, I don't think it's a millennial's fault. I think it's, it's a fault of society. Well, it's society, sense. and that sounds, yeah. yeah. You, things get easier, you know. It, it, at this point in life... We have to choose a path or choose things that are going to be difficult because a lot of things do come easy now. Not money. I wouldn't say money. Even money because you get these influencers some people, yeah, and things like crazy. that. That's crazy shit. So in a sense, you have to like make things hard for you to get create pressure to make yourself better. Yeah. You've got to have that pressure. Yeah. And you, now we have to search for the pressure. Yeah. Putting yourself in a situation where you're going to get that pressure that's going to make you uh, – better and make you stronger and, and make you advance in whatever you're doing you know so yeah and nobody's gonna do it for and, you so you know That's i don't like damn sure. i don't like, like dissing the millennials but you no, know because i am a millennial but i think like the comedian eliza she says elder millennials i'm an elder millennial because i'm i'm born in 84 so anyway back to you and music because you're a creative dude probably the most creative person I've ever met. When oh, I speak really? to you, you know, I was like, this guy's on another wavelength. It's weird and to that's, talk to you in this capacity, but... It is weird. You're going to crack me one of those Heinekens and uh, I'll, get, I'll loosen up, right? You're fine. I'm, I'm talking... No, no, no. You're good. <laughs> Shay, you're good. Stop. I'm good. I'm good. Because you, um, you're super good, creative. good, Dad. Whenever I... See, Luigi thinks I'm good. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> Leave him out of this. So... John's going to be on, too. I'm going to get John on the podcast. John, John the cop. That's it. So John the conqueror root. So you got a guitar first or a drum set? A guitar when I was very young. I think I was like six. And then when did you get into drums? I got into drums. I was in a band. I was in a couple bands playing guitar. And the main band that was my band, that was a ska punk rock band. In the, like, we put out a tape and a CD in like around... 96, we were active like 96 or 98, I think. Was this Poopy Pants? Poopy Pants. Because that, um, I have, I listened to that, the few songs off your album. Casey yeah, had the CD. That's crazy, she has it. But, um, and we and listened we, to Poopy Pants, it was awesome. Well, what's so interesting about that is like, because I was thinking about it, like, um, I read a book, one of the only books I've ever read, like, for my own, from just my own, uh, for my own reading pleasure, I just heard about it. And I wanted to check it out. Other than stuff you read for school or whatever, was a book called the. It's when you make gold. Alchemist. Gotcha. The Alchemist. Oh, where somebody okay. trying yes, to make yes. gold out of different minerals or whatever. I forget. I think that's what alchemy means. Anyways, and the principle of that book was when you find I'm what you it love in life, it comes really easy, and that's why you fall in love with it, and then it invariably, inevitably, becomes more difficult. So I was like, really had a really easy time when I first got into music. Like, that band, stupid as the name as it is and stuff, at the time, man, we were kind of the shit, at least amongst, this is pre-internet and all that. Like, 
I could go, you know, we had a bunch of gigs and we were popular and we were on this record label that all, a lot of other really kind of, you know, people that did a lot better from down here, Dashboard Confessional and like other stuff that they were on. The, we were on the same record label and we went on tour. And anyways, cut to the chase. We no, talk, man. You don't have to cut to the chase. Well, we went on a tour, and the drummer couldn't make it. Thanks, Mike Becker. And uh, I still friends with him. I don't know why. <laughs> but, uh, no, he was the best drummer that I ever met. And uh, and he couldn't go on the tour for, like, these really lame-ass reasons. And, uh, Mike, if you're listening, you know they were lame, but it's okay. But uh, anyways, uh, um so we had to get a drummer. And How the guy, old were you at this point? I was like 17. Okay. And we were going up to New York and back for like in a period of three weeks. And the tour went to shit. You the guys girl, are jumping in a van and doing yeah, this? Yeah, the girl who put the tour together really didn't take care of stuff. And she immediately tried to like get down with one of the dudes in the band. And like it was just so shittily put together. And she was also dealing with Newfound Glory. And you could tell her sights were on that. Not really This us. was before they got big? They were, like, starting to tour and starting to get traction. They came out of the gate with, like, a CD. Their first show was a CD release show. Like, they had their branding together. Like, And the one guy was in a very popular, like, hardcore band. And for anybody that's familiar with that kind of stuff, it's, like, slow, crazy metal. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, so that, but nonetheless, the drummer sucked. And we had to rehearse every day to go to gigs that might even be being canceled or maybe didn't exist. The whole band kind of fell apart on that tour. We came back and uh, it was just, but that nonetheless, that made me think like, man, I could play drums. And so I was probably like 18 and I got, my dad got me a drum set and then I got pissed off no at shit. him you and I punched it. holes in the drums and I didn't play him for like six or seven months. And But Shay, wait, little. can I ask you why you got pissed off at him? Man, you don't have to go to it if you don't yeah, want to. No, no, it's just, uh, it's just. It was just some dumb shit, like okay. just some teenage like fight with your dad shit. Gotcha. And I didn't even live with him at the time, like you know. And I'm still bad with that stuff. I harbor a lot of anger for people that you know how they say it. So it's not hurting them; it just hurts you. But uh, fuck them anyways, you know. Now my dad. Yeah, so, yeah. You know <laughs> Good save. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so where are you going? Now what were you saying? You were saying. So that's sorry what got well. You. That's what got me started playing drums, and then I totally fell into drums. And again, it seemingly came easy because I was so ignorant to what a good drummer was, you know? So immediately I found myself en- enrolling for college and they let me in. And then I quickly found out they shouldn't have let me in. Like, I, I couldn't, you have to be an ensemble. <laughs> I couldn't be in jazz band. I'd never listened to jazz in my life and I had never, you know, played read a red music or like i just man it was going to be a long time before that happened and then i was so dumb of i didn't know and it's nobody's fault if they don't know if they're not a musician metallica had come out with a record that featured an orchestra mm. so i went to the orchestra guy S&M, and i was right? like yo you need a drum set player not realizing like of course they're playing like you know bach and and you know they're playing classical and baroque music and some Maybe a little more more contemporary, 19th century, 20th century stuff, but they don't use drum sets. They use a percussionist. And like, so anyways, I wanted to quit right away, but I'm a stubborn, I guess I'm just stubborn. I was just like, I'll show them kind of thing. And I just toughed it out. And I just had the mindset of that if I've worked hard enough, it was only a matter of time. And I think, you know, and I think a lot of people would attest to that. I got some good friends that remind me like, dude, you sucked 
But I heard you in the practice room like at 7 in the morning when I got there and at 7 when I left at night. And it's not that I was there for 12 hours. I'm just saying I was practicing every chance I got. You know really? what I mean? Yeah. I, that's a late start. I mean, even though I was involved with music, like, yeah. So, and I'm still, you know, there's so much to learn. Music is a great thing. Music is a... For any artistic endeavor. So you were drumming for how long before you went to college? To Man, start like drumming? six months, dude. And serious? I went there and I auditioned with like a tool song. Schism, it was called. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I thought I blew them away. And the guy, one of the guys in charge, who I later found out to be a very brilliant musician, Dr. Tim Walters, he was like, yeah, what time signature is that in? And he was kind of testing me, no and shit. I didn't know. I was like, oh, man, I think it's in 13 or something. I thought, hey, he, this really smart musician guy doesn't even know what I'm doing. He knew. He was, like, calling my bluff, you know? Gotcha. He taught me a lot of really hard but good lessons, you know? Like, for example, I'd make, I would, like, some guest star clinician, some, like, hot shot in the jazz world would come in, and I'd be have to play with him. He'd be doing a clinic or whatever where he the band student band plays and he plays with him and then he critiques it for productive purposes yeah, you know, yeah. grow, growing learning purposes educational purposes and I'd be like making up excuses oh I did that because this and the guy told me he's like dude it doesn't matter it's not life or death but like once it's done it's done there's no excuse for like why you sucked here why the, it's what it is man there's no excuse in music that's what I love about music and a lot of other stuff that can be like that um, is the truth of it. You know, if something sucks, man, or if something's coming from a fake place, you're going to know. And so, like, not to, like, you know, just to kind of plug my own shit. No, dude. It's like, man, that's, that's what, I, what I could say is I wanted, I wrote these songs out of a situation of heartbreak where I was really bummed out about losing, you know, this girl that was really important to me and I was with my whole adult life. Just for ob for reasons that were you know these are your latest weird. songs that you just wrote yeah your, and, uh, your solo and stuff. so they just came out like cathartically and that's what ever you hear people like I can picture like I don't fucking know like Keith Richards being like yeah you know it was like therapeutic to write this and it's like no it really was like these just came out they just flowed out and uh, yeah. I'm just, uh, that's the thing about truth and sincerity. Like, you can hate my music or, like, say that guy sucks at singing or I don't like it. But it's like, man, I, I know I'm coming from the most honest place. I'm not trying to put anything on. I'm not, tr I'm not trying to fit into, like, when I think about it, I guess what I'm doing is, is, like, based in the 90s or something. Like, it's definitely not contemporary as far as, like, I don't have, it's all real musicians, everybody you named are all cream of the crop South Florida musicians that are my friends, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so it's, uh, and you can't, you know, you can, whatever, it's totally subjective, however anybody wants to view it. Oh, but, but that's the way, you, that's the way you got to do it. If there's no honesty, if you don't do it from the heart, there's no point in doing it. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, people can do that and they can fake it. And Well, and that's someone... what I feel most people do. Exactly. I'm saying. I feel oh, like yeah. I know a lot of people... The other thing, the egotistic, so that was the creative side. The egotistical side of it was like, man, I'm a drummer, you know, a session, not session, because that's kind of coming past too. I don't mean like studio session, but like people just hire me, yeah, for studio sessions, but all, mainly what I mean is like, you know, somebody's got a wedding or this or that, and I don't know them, they don't know me, and my name is out there, and I get called, and I show up, 
and I do the gig, and uh, I think I do it good most of the time, and uh, yeah, uh, I've been called to be on a lot of records that are never going to come out, like by people that just don't have follow through, so egotistically speaking, I was like, because you have all sorts of second thoughts of it, like as it got closer to the end, I was like, shit, man, this is embarrassing, of like course. I'm putting myself out there, and then I was like, man, fuck all that noise, I'm glad you, you know what I mean, shit, like, shit. because... Because it's honest, I'm not trying to convince anybody that I'm something or manufacture or anything, and I owe it to the people that helped me, that were on the record, or Jeff Renza who produced it, free of cost, engineered it, produced it, traded for uh, mixing, mastering, I'm sorry, he mixed it too, mastering, the guy who mastered it was the engineer on Carlos Santana's Supernatural with like Maria wow, Maria yeah, and all that. Yeah. Dude, I didn't even know who this guy was, I just found that out. This guy has done all sorts of stuff. His name is Mike Cousy, C-O-U-Z-Z-I. And uh, Jeff traded him. He charges 150 a track. Jeff traded him studio work. So Jeff essentially paid, like, he invested in what I was doing. I don't know why he did it, but, like, he just liked it. And uh, what I'm saying is, egotistically, at least I can say, like, yo, man, I did it. I saw it through. Like, I released this thing. You know what it's I mean? Awesome. And then the video thing, I'm really proud of that. And I'm really be. interested in, in going further with it. And I'm working on... There's five songs on the thing. I have a bunch of more songs that I haven't recorded. Jeff kind of cut me off because he was doing it for free after all. He was like, all right, dude. No. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I got more. I got more. He's like, I know you do. But, like, sorry, dude. We got to cut it. Anyways, um, so I'm going to take care of that myself or some other way. But, uh... Shay. Boom. Is awesome. I mean, seriously. In all seriousness, like I'm so like you said the key word, and you, you I love I love how you elaborated on, it and I appreciate that. You said the key word honesty, and it's honest, and it came from your heart, and that's the biggest thing. That's why when I saw it for the first time yesterday, which I'm I'm disappointed that I didn't see it sooner. I just didn't keep track. That it well, was, that's I, weird. That's cool though, because that let me that lets me know too that the things still are living. You know what I mean? Oh, even if you just yeah. saw, well, maybe even you sought it out because we were getting together, but like, it lets me know, like, man, just cause like, you know, it's still, there's still opportunity. It's oh, not yeah. just the initial put it out and then you get a bunch of interactions and feedback and then it's dead. No, I mean, we live in a short cycle thing at the same time. Things are, you put something on the internet. I only have Facebook really to promote any of this but shit. But Shay, man, if you know? it's, it takes one thing and you, I see you got a, quite a few videos that hit over thousands of views and on your on your YouTube page, which I think is good for that. But I feel like just based up, well, of course, because it's my shit, I want it out there. But I, I'm just like that. I think that's pretty good considering you know I don't for Facebook numbers for me. I know videos go viral on Facebook and they hit all sorts of numbers. Like, but for me and for this kind of thing, I'm happy with the Facebook reaction. But I'm like. How do I get it out to people that I don't YouTube, know? YouTube is the great way to YouTube, do it. YouTube, but then how do you promote the YouTube? I've been sending the stuff to like unsolicited wise. I've been like, I'm like, I guess I gotta just do some dumb shit, like, nah, you know, like do nah. some dumb viral stuff. No, I'm not gonna because I'm no, not because the thing is, you're put, you're doing, like you said, you hit it on the head. It's therapeutic, and if you're looking to get a video to hit a home run just to get a bunch of money and a bunch of views. It's probably not going to happen because I don't think that happens to people. It does happen to people, but... When I'm definitely you, not expecting that from this. What yeah, you're, yeah, what yeah, you're doing sure. is the right way to do it because that's how it's going to happen naturally. It's going to happen because you're doing it honestly and wholeheartedly and you're doing it from a thought and a feeling that you had. Yeah. And I think that goes way further than 
than just trying to do some dumbass stuff on YouTube and get a dumb video. Because, dude, out of nowhere, someone's going to hear it and be like, holy crap, this is freaking awesome. Yeah, you know? well, and yeah, they should. That, and because, let me tell you, every time we go to a, uh, a one of your gigs or whatever, Casey and I, well, one of your buddies or even people just, just that are there that, that know of you, they're like, Shay's the best drum I've ever seen. This one dude came up, I, I forgot his name. That we Goddamn right. He sat with us for a little bit, <laughs> and he's like, "Show you right." Shay's the best. He, he's the best drummer I've ever heard. And then, and you know your dad, obviously, and he's a, a tough, tough critic. And yeah, he goes, yeah. Shay's, "Shay's the most talented drummer I ever heard." You know, he's told me that. So I was. And just it like, is my dad. And you, but he's a dad. no. Your dad. Well, your dad is a he's tough critical. critic. He's, he's your critical, dad. Yeah. You know your dad. He's a tough critic, yeah. and he's also a great musician himself. But. I want to go back a little bit. When you went to college, where'd you go? FAU or University of Miami? I went to FAU for a bachelor's degree, and then I got. Would you get your bachelor? Would you get your bachelor's in Florida? Uh, uh, commercial music, I believe. Okay. Meaning, like I learned, I did some engineering stuff, and in addition to playing and practicing and playing in different ensembles, like by the time I got, excuse me, no by the time I got out of there, I was in the jazz band. I had done the orchestra. I got a lot out of that. And what's sad is from now I understand they don't have a jazz band, just the numbers weren't there. Kids are showing up to school wanting to be producers, you know. And that's the other thing, like, man, I'm not going to name any names or whatever, but there's a lot of music now that's not really being created by the person who's supposedly responsible for it. Yeah, it's man. samples of things that pre-exist, which I'm not, I don't mean to sound harsh, but that's musical plagiarism. Like, if I take... For example, that Santana song, Maria Maria, that DJ Khaled did, it was already a smash hit when I was in college. So this generation doesn't know it. Of course it's a hit again. Change the lyrics. Talk about Rihanna being naked. Like, there's no integrity in that. It's just about money and shit. And music and art should not... Like, I mean, it's great if somebody... There are people doing okay, okay. But, like, most truly artistic endeavors, like... Art and money have no relationship. Like, really. The stuff that makes money Zero. is for the lowest common denominator, asses for masses, whatever you call it. You know, it's, it's like, it really requires no no real investment. It's something that you can just hear while you're scrolling on your phone and be singing along with it before it's over because it's very primitive. And that, there's nothing wrong with that either, but like, yeah. I mean, I got a million ideas that I borrowed from different sources and stuff, but it's like, People with TV shows and shit, they want to invest. They want to see something that really takes their attention. With music, it, do, it doesn't feel that way. It feels like music on a, definitely on a commercial level is getting dumber and dumber. And I'm not saying anything that any musicians wouldn't agree with. And I'm not saying I hate it all or anything. I'm not trying to be elitist. I'm just saying, like, you know, yeah. I mean, no, I got you. What were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. So... Just to backtrack a little bit, again, you went to FAU, you got your bachelor's degree, then what's up with University of Miami? You went to And then I went to University of Miami, I graduated in 2010, just a two-year master's degree, where I studied with uh, Steve Rucker and John Yarling, and uh, a lot of great students were there, a lot of my peers have gone on to do some really great things, uh, Emmett Cohen, great incredible piano player he just won like the Cole Porter thing I don't know I don't even know uh Tavon Pennicott incredible saxophonist uh Troy Robert like I can go on and on everybody I went to school with went and was on like Grammy winning records like immediately and I was 
on a cruise ship, and my plan was to move to New York, and then my mom got kind of, not sick, but she had some issues where it was like, shit, man, I can't leave now. Yeah. She was telling me go, and I was just like, hell no, you yeah, know? Man. So I had to stick around for that, and then something else happened with her, and it was just like, you know, and that's a young man's game, too, going to New York and living in, like, a, an ice box with three other dudes and working at a ice cream or a, a pizza parlor and trying to go play $20 gigs or whatever just to blend in with, like, your heroes or hopefully get a gig doing that. Like, so I'm glad I stayed here. Um, but uh, Everybody um, knows you here. You can, you can get a gig anytime you want. I mean, uh, I feel like I, at the same time I've hit a ceiling. Like, I already know what it is here, you know? Yep. But it's comfort. Comfort killed the cat. Curiosity, no, curiosity killed, killed the, the dog. No, curiosity killed the cat. The comfort killed the cat. Comfort. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing good happens in your comfort zone. Nothing bad happens in your doggy. <laughs> Nothing bad happens in your curiosity. You know, I wanted to... <laughs> I want to tell you a thing that I heard the other day. Go this ahead. is great, because it'll probably be the only intelligent thing that's said this entire time on my back. No, not at all. You're great. I'm just... I'm, <laughs> don't expect much from me. Shut up, I saw man. this the other day. It was really good. It was, hard times create great men. Great men create great times. Great times create weak men. Weak men hard times. Did I tell you that? Wow. No, Dude, you didn't. that's you some didn't shit, tell me man. that. I saw it on like a YouTube comment where I my comment was like Ariana Grande gave me cancer or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> you know, I'm allowed to make that joke. Oh, man, that's cancer is all around my family. I am a cancer. I am born in July. Oh, you are cancer. Yeah. All right. Dude, you know, I wanted to go back a little bit again because when you said DJ Khaled and this is this is hilarious because I was watching my son watches a show called Blaze Blaze and the Monster Machines it's a cartoon and he loves it a badass monster truck and he teaches him numbers and things like that and he turns into Marco! all and he turns into all Luigi. these like he turns into all these robots and Marco loves it Blaze mm-hmm. Blaze he says it mm. and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, DJ Khaled was the voice on one of these sh- on one of the episodes and you ever get you ever get goosebumps when you hear somebody like say something in a movie? Like I'll give you a perfect example. In Billy Madison, you remember Billy Madison? Yeah. Remember Veronica Vaughn when when he's doing that whole song sequence, and and he, he's like all down on himself, and then Veronica punches him in the face, and she's beating the shit out of him Holy in the pool. Shit. You know, remember? Mm-hmm. And he starts. Oh co- yeah, 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 that's the girl. He says like this could be our milk. Yes. Okay. No milk, yeah, yeah, yeah. we are milk. Yeah, and so. He's he's singing what a, a whole, great movie. He's singing a whole song. He's going Veronica, I thank you for beating the shit out of me. And I then kinda remember that. He's yeah, singing yeah. a whole thing, and then once he like comes to and he like he does like a whole musical thing. It's hilarious. And then she goes, I knew you had it in you like that. I get goosebumps whenever I hear that. When you hear, I knew you had it in the you. The way she said it, I knew you had it in you, and did one of these with her fist. Why? Like, what about it? It just gave me goosebumps. And if you see it, I think you'll get it too. You, get, you ever get, you watch something and you feel embarrassed As for a 14-year-old, I think it gave me a hard on or something. No, no, no. Nothing like that. Okay, Veronica okay. Vaughn was Blue. hot. Whatever. Groomy. But you, um, you, um. Homo. No, no problem. You, you see something and it just, you feel embarrassed for that person. 
You were embarrassed for her? I just got goosebumps when she said that. It was like, it was like so cheesy and so che oh. dorky. See, goosebumps, I think it touched you. No, 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 no. Oh, I see like, what you mean. Like, I got the chills. Yeah. The chills is a better way to put it. So That's why you always got look like you're cold around me. You know? <laughs> I'm just embarrassing you. I was like, oh, I'm I can't embarrassing take... You always I, look at goosebumps. I can't take this guy. Ooh. Shiver down your spine. Shiver my timbers. Shiver me, your timbers. Me timbers. Shiver me timbers. So anyway, so DJ Khaled is this fucking ninja ninja monster truck. Because everybody in the show, What's animals... Like, I know of a one. No, he's like... I like that. Yeah, please. You could DJ be a, Khaled. You could be a ninja master. And he's saying all this oh, stuff, God. and he's speaking... It's like, that's DJ Khaled. I find him entertaining. He but, is. But he, he's not a musician. No, I'm not talking about music. Mm. I'm talking he's about... He's not a monster truck. <laughs> when he was talking to Blaze, teaching him how to do ninja, he was like... His name was Black Belt. And he's like, Blaze, you could be a Black Belt ninja too. And I was like, oh my God, DJ Khaled. I was like, Marco. Does Marco like him? Does no, Marco he likes Blaze. Good. You know, he watches the episode, whatever. my nephew. It's I would disclaim if he was. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who that kid is, man. My whole point was, you ever get the chills, not the goosebumps. You get, it's goosebumps, but the word to describe it, like you said, is getting the chills when you feel embarrassed or you see something on a movie screen or, or you hear something, it's just like, yeah. You know, and those are the examples that I had. I don't know if you get that same feeling. I knew one of my buddies would get it, so he, he would feel the same way as me on certain things. So I, that's why. No, I've seen never heard related. the chills used to describe that sensation. Like you never heard a I've song. Never heard that. Never right. heard a song. Never like, or watched a movie in a scene. That and was like, just been embarrassed. Like you're like embarrassed, you're like cringing. Yes, cringing. And you're that, cringing. That's like a word that the millennial owns, right? They own that now. Cringe. <laughs> yeah, cringe. You know. But it's like, you know, it's true. Cringe is the only way to describe that. You're just like, oh, shit. That's like when there's a cute girl that's like, you know, you're vibing with and she tries to impress you or something. And you're that's like, a cringe. Oh, Perfect like, example. Oh, like, Don't oh, do that. Why did you say that or why did you do that? Like, <laughs> oh, like, oh. It's like, just be yourself. You're fine. Yeah. You don't have to go and do something stupid. Oh, man. Oh. You're right. I it just... happens to me all the time. Does it? No. Oh, I was like, that's Nobody's awesome, Shay. Nobody's trying to impress me. Like, that's nah, awesome. a couple people try, try, you know, people just, that's how people are living. That's the thing, too. Let what? me pull it back. Go ahead. The whole, like, because we're in a platform where I'm grateful that you have this podcast and it's a new venture. Yeah, man. And it's something that I want to see, like, you know, and I've never done anything like this, but I want to see for you, like, forget this shit. Forget that I'm on it. Like, I mean, I'll, of course, like, share the link if you put it up or something like that but like I what's I love that you're empowered I love that I'm empowered but fuck everybody else no I'm just kidding that reminds me of that joke I told you like what my friends his Italian dad told me this joke but it's in Cuban it's in everything of like yes it's some girl broke his heart and I don't mean to be crass but it's just I love this this is for helping somebody who's heartbroken yeah and it's it sounds sexist but you know fucking if you say it in Spanish, right, right Peter or something. If you say it in it, Spanish, like, Italian, Greek, I'm sure it's in every right, language. It's, so it's what? Let me. It's the thing that you know. This dude's he's, his heart's broken and shit. This girl broke up with him, was cheating on him, had gotten pregnant, and his dad tells him, he goes, "Look, son, every woman's a cunt except for your mom and my mom." <laughs> you know, and like you know, I hope you get the sense. Or your wife. That. I know or you. Yeah, or your wife. You know, it's just like. Just saying, like, and, and that could go the vice versa for men. Oh, absolutely. That could go the opposite. It could go for anything. It's a it's, It was just something to make somebody feel comfortable, which is, you know, 
for the cat, comfortable for the what is it we were talking about? But not curiosity. <laughs> not curiosity makes you feel curious. You're like, oh yeah. But um, what was I saying? I was saying I was going somewhere with that. I, I, I don't know. No, it was you were saying. Oh, what I was saying was, no. oh God, I don't know how I got there. But the Instagram thing and all this. The problem is now, and this isn't just my, this isn't my idea, but I can elaborate on it. Yeah. Uh, the problem is now, oh, like I was saying, every, every, I'm glad, fuck everybody who's got a podcast or a record, except for you and me. Oh, I, that was the joke yeah, I was pulling yeah, from, yeah. Right, to pull it back together. Um, but seriously, everybody has got an Instagram, and this and that, and so if I was a girl, and I showed you... My new record with me, like, standing up with a camel toe in my bicycle shorts, you would immediately give me a million likes and maybe pay attention to what I'm doing. And it's just, that's what saddens me. Is it, At the I same time as it gives you and everybody an avenue, most people think they deserve an avenue. They've never done anything. They've never worked at anything. They didn't put anything together. They just, you know, oh, man, you see these famous rappers. And I, I like rap. I don't like this shit. But uh, the mumble rap and the uh, 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 I got it. I did it. And these guys, man, they're so egotistical and think they're God's gift. And like, but at the same time, they'll brag. I didn't put any of like, man, I've been rapping for like six months. You That's know, and wild. it's like, it's just like, man, the problem. It's good that everybody has a voice, and it's also a problem because there's so many people. That I'm not saying it's me, I'm not saying it's you, but the deserve a voice, you know how the cream rises to the top? Yeah. Not anymore. There's so much shit on top and in the middle and on the bottom that the cream just gets buried, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, and then go it's, buy it's, my record. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's true, man, because... True. Am I it, clipping? No, 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 you're good, you're good. No, 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 you're good. I ain't tripping. I might be clipping, but uh, I ain't never tripping. <laughs> no, you're right, Jay. No, man. You're right. But the thing is, as long as you're expressing yourself and you're doing it in a way where it's like, you, even if it's therapeutic for you and you have a talent or you're working on that talent, that's all that matters. Yeah, money's awesome. But a lot of times if you're doing certain things for the money, yeah, it's, it's probably not a good thing. And no, you, I mean, usually, if you're a, a stockbroker for the money, okay, but not a musician, not a, not something creative, like, and, and it's like, on the opposite end, I'm a whore, yeah. like, I prostitute myself on the drum set and play gigs, now, I won't say any names, but I can definitely give you examples of things that no, are I just like, you. what the hell did I just do to myself, like, where I just leave feeling like I got, like, some gaping hole coming out of my I don't mean to be like emotionally like there's just like somebody's child is dripping down my emotional leg you know and I just feel like god what did I but wait. for a hundred bucks I just went and played the drums for somebody that never gave a shit about music it's only about them it's only about them it's not about and I'm not saying I'm the most altruistic or most most uh, fundamentally you know it's not I'm not saying like oh I died for my art I'm not trying to be romantic about it or anything but it's like, man, I'm just saying, there's so many people that try to exploit it, thinking something's going to come from it, and you can never expect that. Just put out what's honest, man. Like, there'd be a lot less of the da 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 if it, if, it was, if people were themselves, you know? Yeah. yeah. But now, no one's it's like, sell. most of these guys with that shit, it's popular. They get brand endorsements and stuff, so you go for that gig, 
And if you get it because of face tattoos and extra musical shit, shit that's visual, has nothing to do with music, and then the kids defend and go, oh, but he really about that. And it's like, he's no, not. he's not. He's no, he's not, not. dude. If that guy was really doing what he said he was doing, he'd be dead or in jail. Like, yeah. he's not. Yeah. None of these guys are fucking tough. And then you, you heard it from me. I don't expect anybody to be listening to my version. I hope everybody listens to your podcast. I don't expect anybody to listen to this except for my dad. And he probably stopped listening about... 25 minutes ago. If it's even no, he wouldn't. He listened yeah. to the whole thing. Oh, make Marco listen to it, though. Yeah, he'll, listen to, he'll start Marco. laughing. He'll yeah, start playing Marco! the drums. But Lil Ouija. But what I'm saying is, like, yeah, it's all, you know, it's it's a dirty world. And there's a famous quote by Hunter S. Thompson that's like, the music business is like a dark alley where loose women run around and, and this and, and rabid dogs and... Bite you. It's any business. Good men go to die. It's any business, dude. But there's also a bad side. It's any business. No, but that yeah. punchline. No, yeah, there's right. also a bad. It's like, man, yeah. right? There's <laughs> also a bad yeah. side. There's also a bad Shay, side. It's like that's the best you can expect. But Ugh. Shay, this is why you you came out and you started doing these video, these your own songs, your own videos. You had to to keep your sanity. There's no way. There's oh, yeah, no yeah, way yeah. creatively that you could because you make you make your money playing gigs in other bands and whatever that's how you get by and that's understandable but for you to be sane as a creative artist a very creative artist and a very creative mind is doing what you're doing with these with these new videos these songs that you're writing and you have to do that yeah. because you'll fuck you'll lose your mind right uh, am so i right that's the whole point is that's like, the whole point absolutely no it's like i was talking to you my have friend to and i'm shit. not i'm not i'm not again i'm not coming from it from this angle but like yesterday i put up that video I get a bunch of responses and texts and emails and shit, and it's flying. And then today it slowed down, the of algorithms course. or whatever. And uh, I was like, my friend who worked on it with me, Joey Ochoa, he called me and he's like, yeah, man, like, what do you want to do for the next video? Like, because we've been talking about that, pre-planning that. And he's like, uh, and I'm like, dude, I'm like, I, I expressed to him, like, man, I want to get this one popping off more. And he's like, dude, just let it go. And I'm like, yeah, that's the whole point. I wanted to let it go. Now I got all caught up in the dopamine or endorphin rush of like, ding, you got a notification, ding, somebody's already. What does he mean, let it go? Let it go, like move to the next thing. And oh, it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, dude, that's exactly what I should do. Like, there's no, the whole point isn't, I don't need to get caught up. Part of me starts feeling like, oh, well, I'm not doing what I can to get this out. But the point is, it's out there, it's time to move on. Exactly. You know? It's not moving, you're right. It's not moving on, but it's just... I should have told you, you need a pop filter with me. I, My I, P's and S's suck. No, you're good, you're good. No, I, I do need a pop filter. Hey, I'm just started out. Yeah. But the, uh... No, you tell you a rap I wrote. You're right. Get the hell out of here. You don't got a freaking rap. No, 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 because... I have Bungalow Bros Publishing. The name of the group is The False Sense of Ambition. Shay Aishin in The False Sense of Ambition. Shay Aishin in The False Sense of Ambition. And then, uh, which is funny because I'm, I'm pretty ambitious in terms of working on it. I guess I'm not, I don't know. I guess I'm an idiot. But the Bungalow Bros, there's, all, there's Bungalow Bros Publishing. There's Cabana Cousins Records. There's Brodega Brethren Studios. And there's The Beach Girls. And I haven't come up with something for The Beach Girls, but those are all my shits. You know, and um, where's it going with this? Um, yeah, so I wrote a song about about that, and I didn't put any thought into it, but it goes. Uh, I mentioned your son in it actually. Oh, you did. You never heard me sing it? No. It's like a couple. It was when Marco was born. I like I just made up this goofy rap, and it goes like this. 
And I'm going to marry it with a rap that I had made up a couple years ago when I was living in Will Manners. So to preface that, the first part of it's all bullshit. And then the tagline is, I was in Will Manners. And there's, you know, it's a predominantly, it's like the second gayest city in, in the world, or the states anyways. And I noticed when I traveled to like the hood, where like the disenfranchised were living, property, low property value, and this and that. The, like I go to buy like something at Winn Dixie and it was like eight bucks for something that was five bucks in the rich, wealthy gay area. Interesting. So, anyways, here it goes. I'm gonna marry that with the first part that is nothing. It's just me dropping all my names. I'm you getting know? excited. So, Bunga Low. Uh, uh, I should like. Bungalow bros doing bungalow shows. If you bungalow trip, I'm gonna punch you in your nose and take you home. With my whole flow. What you gonna do when I steal your ego? Blonde dyke stars and Klondike bars with my nephew little Ouija and we don't drive far. They come to us. I'm ready to bust. I bust the MC in the mouth with my nuts. Rich gay white men, poor black families. What's it all mean? I don't know. I love it. <laughs> I love and it. Some of it is pretty distasteful, but again, it's probably not for this. It's for I love something it. else. No, it's great, man. I appreciate it. That that's that's what I wanted. I wish I had a, a freaking guitar. You heard that, here. my nephew, Little Ouija. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, he calls he calls um, my son Marco Little Ouija because he says he looks like me. He, he does look like me, and he's a little you. Yeah, I know, but he has blonde hair, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. It'll darken up when he gets older. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's looking pretty blonde. We'll see. Yeah, it is. You never know, because my brother was born blonde. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, so you never know. You know, shout out to Marco's brother. He's the bomb. Uh, God, Lino. Um, Luigi's brother. Luigi's brother. That's Marco's brother. <laughs> my brother's... I call Marco Luigi. I call you Marco. I, hey, like, don't worry about you it. You are the son of Marco. Yes. And the father of Marco. Yes. It's a weird triangle. Isn't that weird? Right yeah. yeah, it's a family name. That's why I got name. this on my arm. They got the tattoo. I'm the son of John, daughter of Penny. Yes, you are. Or son of both. No, son you got of, it. Son of John. Oh, you're, you're, you're the son of daughter of Penny. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's awesome. But what was I going to say? Um, I lost I lost track of what I was going to say, Shay. Okay. Okay, here we go. Okay. What happened with um, – I know – we, we reared off the story before of the Newfound Glory thing. Because I remember you said Newfound Glory was just starting to blow up. You, your band just started breaking up. Yeah. And what, what happened with that? Because I know so, Casey told me about – Casey is, is Shay's sister, my wife. And she told me about the Newfound Glory wife. thing. So I just – I was always curious. My wife. My, my, my sister, uh, she's number one uh, prostitute in all of Kazakhstan. <laughs> so uh, she uh... – So <laughs> what happened with that? So, uh, <laughs> Borat reference. Um, so, yeah, not, I wasn't in it for very long, but and I've run into some, each a couple of those guys in the that that was like 15 years ago, maybe 20 years ago. They we went on tour with them. I knew those guys from down here. They had trouble with the guy who wrote all the songs, who has recently been kicked out on like, and it's actually bullshit. I didn't like the guy, but he was on some 18 and up adult site, like not adult site dating site. And these girls sent them nudie videos. It turns out they were underage, probably 17. You know, not at all condoning any kind of underage shit, but they were on a site where you're supposed to be verified already. So he got in trouble for that. They probably wanted to get rid of him anyways. But he wrote all the songs. Anyways, they asked me to replace him because he was a dick and hard to deal with on the road. And so I replaced him. 
And this is right before they did like their cover album with like Celine Dion covers and shit. A bunch of bullshit. I remember them calling me and be like, we're going to do like, if I, you are. Uh, okay. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Anyways, I wasn't interested. I was trying to smash my first girlfriend. Even though I hadn't seen her, I was trying to get, Asha, what's happening? Don't, I hope she never hears this. But, uh, <laughs> no disrespect. Sorry. So, um, so, uh, she's actually who introduced me to Eric Andre. Like, I've known him uh -huh. for a long time, and he's in the new, he's on that, he drops my first video. Yeah, uh, he, he gets he like was a little drop at the beginning. He goes, say, I just made me say some bullshit. There's some other stuff, before. it was fun. We had a great hang that night, but, yeah, so, no, but, yeah, so New Found Glory, I was in him for a while, and I just wasn't really into it. I remember my friend calling me, and he was like, you're going to be famous. And I was like, oh, you like my band, meaning my band, not Pootie Pants. And then he was like, uh, no, New Found Glory. And I was like, man, I don't give a shit about that. Like, really? I liked them. There were things I liked about them, but it was just like, I had my own band. I was just filling in. And they gave me the CD, and I showed up, and I learned all tunes. I went to maybe like four or five rehearsals with them. I was only with them for like two, three months, gotcha. you know? And then I went to a party and I think word got back to them, like how I behaved at the party. And I didn't even hear it from them. I heard it from the girl who had the record label. Shout out Amy Fiddler, even though she like disowns me and stuff. That's just because I dissed you back in the 90s. Anyway, whatever, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I wasn't in it that long. And I've seen them. I was asked to judge a guitar center drum off. And the drummer was there, and he was very cool, Cyrus. And then I saw Ian, the bass player, while I was playing at Revolution, was it Revolution? In downtown Fort Lauderdale, he was there, and we talked, and he was happy to see me, and like, it was nice, it was heartwarming. But yeah, I have, they, that's their story. Gotcha. And I remember the girl, Asha, I remember telling her, like, years later, when we got together a second time, uh, I remember telling her, like, man, I kind of, I'm seeing them on Cribs, and I'm like, man, I kind of fucked up, I missed the boat. And she was like, no, Shay, very positive. She was like, you're meant to do something better. So I'm still waiting. Hey, man. <laughs> well, you're, well you're, you're doing it now. Yeah, no, you know? I don't think so. You're doing Thank it you, now. Luigi. Hey, man. Listen, <laughs> you're going to be your own worst critic no matter what. No, on my own. You're going to be your your biggest critic. Yeah. And not in a good way. Not in a good way. You know, you're not. Oh, shit. That's, you, that's everybody. You like, to hear your, you like to hear yourself? Nope. Exactly. I'm not going to listen I, to this. I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. I don't like to hear myself. You know, but I, I have a lot of fun doing this. And, dude, we haven't, we're having a freaking awesome conversation. We've had, we've had funny conversations before, but now we're sitting here. We're having a few beers. We're probably going to have a few after this before I go home. We're in a gym. And, and we're in the freaking We're in a gymnasium. Gym. This is where, Shay, this is where I do most of the podcast, man. I know. Because I meet. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. I mean, I the did. The podcast? The podcast. The podcast. Yeah. So this is where we do them, man. Most of the time. I did one in my house, you know, but I, I'll, I'll take this thing anywhere. I was going to meet you at your house, but, yeah. you know, but whatever. You know but what? I got to deal with some bullshit. Yeah, there. don't worry about it. it. Yeah. So what's your favorite? You obviously, I always like asking this question in a, for, to a professional, like who's your, like a professional athlete or whatever. You being a professional musician, badass musician, what's your favorite band? Or is that too, you, 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 can you say like five of them? It's so broad, but yeah, I hate when people, just off the top of my head, just off the top of my uh, head. What do you listen to right now? That's more, more of a normal question. Uh, Cause it's, like, it's like asking what's your favorite movie? Oh, I'm writing. I'm writing music, so I listen to myself. 
like you know, could just because I'm con- I'm like I'll record something and keep, yeah, keep yeah. massaging it. But um, in terms of bands that come to mind, like bands, like all right, I could just go like for genres, I guess. Like in terms of like classic stuff, the Beatles, and then uh, I've been listening to checking out Nirvana again. Really? Yeah, man. And then uh, I like uh, Prince. I think it's all stuff that everybody likes, but uh, Elvis Costello. Yeah, people man. have turned me on to a guy named. He died of like heroin, and people said I, my stuff reminds him of him. Elliot Smith, great. He's got a song called but Between the Bars." It's incredible. Elliot Smith. And there's a lot of other stuff, but yeah, he was on. He did some stuff for like Goodwill Hunting or some movie like that. Like, really? Yeah, incredible. Died way too young, kind of thing. I think I know who that is. Tragic He's, dude, but incredible songwriter. Does Very he much sing, coming from the John Lennon? Does he sing? School. Does he sing like soft type of music? Like, yeah, it's very soft. And like, I think I know who that me, is. They, my stuff reminded me of that. I but I was staying up all night listening. I'm paying attention. I'm I was just... staying up all night singing to my computer to make my demos. So when they'd hear it, I think that's the only relevance between me and him. But people would say, "Oh, you remind me of Elliot Smith," because he whispered. And when as I looked him up in an interview, he said that. He whispers, sings so low on his recordings because the same exact circumstances. You dig what I'm saying? So, yeah. of course, I was trying to be like him, but it ends up sounding kind of like him because we're both recording in our apartment while people are sleeping. I love this guy. Yeah. I used to listen to his song, Fond Farewell. Oh, okay. That, and Is I, that on the soundtrack? I just saw it now. No, 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 because okay. I looked him up right now on Elliot my phone. And, you, and El, I'm like, Elliot Smith, I know that song, Fond Farewell, to, to a friend. Incredible. And I was like... And I would hear that song. I found it on when when there was Kazaa or Napster. Yeah, wow. And, yeah. and 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 this was like I don't know in the early two thousands. And I was like, man, this guy's awesome. I didn't know he died. That's so funny. You brought him up again. That's pretty wild, man. Yeah. Now I gotta go back and listen to him because that's that's pretty cool. Because I used to love that song, and I used to love his stuff. You gotta check out Between the Bars. I just saw it and when I searched Incredible. it. Incredible. Like there's this oh man, it's just so good. I was gonna I was I thought on the way here, I'm like, man, I should grab my guitar and like play a song Dude, on this. You and know I, something? I was already on the way though. I, I was swear. so close by the time that occurred to when me. When I left the house ah, this shit. afternoon, I go, I'm gonna br- I, I thought I was gonna go totally to your house. Forgot, so I'm like Shay's already Yeah, got so I would have had it there. But I was gonna bring my ukulele and ah. I was gonna bring that and I was like I was gonna like I can't play ukulele. Though. I'm sure you could figure I can, something nah, out. Nah, I can't play my shit on it. Well I don't you can know. figure it's something tuning. You could figure something out. I could yeah, yeah, yeah. Play a few riffs. I rapped, okay? No, exactly. That's all I care about, man. I don't care. You're here. Yeah, That's why it's awesome. Doing shows. So what else? What else are you working on now? What do you got? Anything? Uh, just uh, yeah, I got. Uh, I'm working on the next video off the five song EP. I've released three. The four. I'm going in order, and I never meant to do that. But I'm, I'm putting out. I'm putting them in order. Um, so the next one is called Rainbows for Lovers, and uh, I was on. I'd been up all night and I was just in my house and I was uh, I was on mind altering substances and I was just kind of like man I was like hiding I didn't want to go so it's very stream that's another one that just came out and I'm really proud of the lyrics because I associate no brilliant idea but it associates different colors with the feelings I'm looking around my apartment looking at the walls and looking at and so and then I'll say like. The primary colors of the wall is light blue, and then I relate that to an emotion of my, I'm feeling super blue, and then I talk about how I'm seeing red, right, which is an obvious thing for, I'm angry, 
and then I say because our love is turning purple, meaning our love is dying. Like I just keep going, and I'm really I'm really proud of that one. But yeah, so we're that's gonna, deep. I like yeah, it. Yeah, we're gonna start filming that one. It's a real pretty tune, and I'm really I really dig that tune. And yeah, the next two I'm gonna do that one, a video for that, and I'm gonna do a video for a song called Magic. And then in the meantime, I'm I'm like rehearsing and and writing stuff for a jazz group because I also got jazz stuff that's on my YouTube, um, which is totally different. So, but then I'm also, I just bought some recording equipment and I'm just gonna take it all on myself and record my shit myself. Like, rather, cause I started this all paying Nick Romanelli, awesome guy, had a studio, I'm paying him. And then he decided he didn't wanna do the studio anymore. And then Jeff kind of took over, Jeff Renzo. But um, now I'm like, man, shit, it's time for me the turnaround is quicker when you deal with it yourself. It's harder it when you it's deal harder. with it yourself, oh, yeah. but you can make it happen quicker. It's true. Because this has been a very long process, and I don't want it to be. like. But it's because I'm not... You get three things. Time, money, and quality. Well, I think the quality is really good or great. I think the time is great, or the, the money is great, because I didn't pay shit for any of this. And then, But time sucks, because you're not paying people, you're not a priority. So, but if it was all on my time, I can make it a priority. And I guess what, what's happening and what I hope will happen is that each video will kind of create anticipation for the next thing, kind of snowball. Cool, people will see what I just did and be like, or what we just did, because I had like people helping me for sure. Joey Ochoa for sure, and Carl Gallo helped with this one. And yeah, I'm just hoping that That'll build more anticipation just amongst my small little group of people that are checking out what I'm doing. And that also I'll be able to get things, people to donate resources like locations or act or be a part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because they're like, man, I want to be part of something cool. Yeah. I can tell you're not bullshitting. Because I just know so many people, they bullshit, man. They make a song that sounds like a million things I've heard before or, or not even. They just do a cover. And like throw some weird chords under it and call it arrangement. And then they if they do put out a video, it's like such an afterthought. It's like a cell phone video, like with no you know Speaking yeah, Speaking uh, of cell uh, No, I hear you. Speaking of cell phone videos, man, whatever you filmed your videos on was freaking awesome. I filmed it on a cell Dude. phone. <laughs> <laughs> I did. But man, you can't tell. Dude, the lighting. We used the I don't gimbal know what you guys did. and the cell phone's really good and yeah, no, 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 the lighting, I bought lighting equipment, I bought things, like I invested between, there's a marked difference, we're using a different phone, a different camera, well, no phone, but for the second yeah, video yeah, and the third video, and uh, we got some stabilizing equipment, something called a gimbal, I bought lights, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. like, it started sucking me in, you know, it's sucking That's me cool, in. though. <laughs> so from here on out, you're doing, Sacagawea. you're doing, you're doing music, you're going to do videos with the song. From here That's on what out. I'm gonna do because yeah, nobody Dude, look. I it. put the shit up on Spotify, which is free. Nobody listens to it except for like Christian Davis, who's an incredible the... guitarist. Who's like, oh, I love that song, Rainbows for Love. Thank you, Christian. And then, but nobody's clicking on that. But then I put the video out, and it's got 800 views in like a day, which is a lot. That's like, the way to go, mind, man. That's you know? the way to go. Shay, you got a name. So I gotta it's, keep putting on. You just gotta keep doing it, yeah. and it's gonna catch. You gotta keep doing it. Keep being honest, and that's it, man. I got a name. You know? I got a name. You're doing awesome. My child podcast. <laughs> you with the podcast <laughs> thing. You really, that's getting you. Cod Pass. Oh, don't even start with the Cod Fish. Post Cad. 
What is CAD? CAD, it's like a fucking construction thing? Let me, <laughs> let me ask you something. Mm -hmm. You watch Stranger Things? Mm -mm. It's a great show. You should no. watch it. You watch, you don't have Netflix? You have Netflix? I have Netflix. You gotta watch I watch it. prison documentaries. Okay, man. You gotta watch Stranger Things. Make me feel better. You like the thing. 80s? Oh, shit. I like the 80s? Yeah. Dude, you gotta watch Stranger Things. It's such an awesome show. I think you'll really be into it. Did you watch the Bob Lazar documentary? No. You gotta watch it. I, I saw him on... I wanna talk about something that's dividing this country. What's that, Shay? There's a man that's on the tip of everybody's tongues and everywhere I go on Facebook and go on social media, everybody's super divided and yelling at each other. This guy's name is Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> He's not dividing anybody. Yeah, and, and people, Bob Lazar, because you mentioned Bob Lazar. Now, I, was thinking I that, like that guy, but my dad tells me he's full of shit, and I'm just like, oh, I don't know, man. A lot of people think he is. But uh, I'm totally, I think it's very interesting. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think it's I very it. interesting. And uh, I, I love know. hearing about different stories. I love hearing about what people have to say. That something, someone that has, you know, a, a good story. If it's BS, it's BS. I'll, I'll decipher that. You know, I'll be, I'll, you know, I'll yeah. take it from there. Mm. Shay, I think I think we'll wrap it, we'll wrap it up, man. We we'll wrap it up. We're gonna hang out a little bit. Better though. wrap that gavel up, baby. We're gonna hang out a little bit. We'll do some pull-ups. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll do some obstacles. Shit, I'm good for like Shay, man. 20, 22. I'm gonna open up another one. So open we'll have this one. one together, and then we'll cheers. Yeah. Shay, man. One. I'm gonna slam this one. Don't slam it. No, no, no. no. Wait for me, man. What's wrong with you? Come on. <laughs> Shay, man. That's Thank another favorite band, Weezer. I love Weezer. Casey loves Weezer. I love Dashboard Confessor. I love anything. I They're love, from Boca. I love Dashboard. like yeah. No, I, I he dude, goes into I, my cousin's pizza dude, place when they had a band called the Vegan Andes who just released their stuff on Spotify. They, and further seems forever. Like my band at the time used to play shows with those guys. They were older, a little older, which seemed a lot bigger. But yeah, Dashboard Confessional, Weezer, Ween, uh, fucking who's that band that goes? Do you realize da, 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 I don't know. that you have the most beautiful smile? I don't know. Uh, not Radiohead, right? It's not the right? Talking Heads. No, it's a, like the Talking Heads. Elvis Costello. Like uh, DJ Khaled. You're an idiot. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, Jay. Thank you, man. Thank you. I, dude, seriously, I had a blast, and I feel like I had we, a blast. Uh, we took our brother-in-law ship to another level. Brother-in-law ship to another level. Brother-in-law shit. Shit. That's that brother-in-law shit. That's that brother-in-law shit. Kate, Shay, you're awesome. You're thank awesome. you so much, dude. Thank you, thank you, Big Luigi. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Tune in to next week. Tune in. It's going to be a lot of fun. We try to have fun, and we try to be interesting. Uh, thank you, guys. Oh, I was supposed to be interesting? You're very interesting. Shit. Don't even start. <laughs> oh, man. Take care, everybody.